Welcome to Leadership Revealed, where John Paul shares his no-nonsense approach to all things leadership and scaling businesses. John interviews some of the most successful people in their industries to see what it takes to become a great leader. Be prepared for the truth about leadership and business. Please welcome your host, serial entrepreneur and top-selling author, John Paul. Hi everyone and welcome to another edition of Leadership Revealed. Now we, before we get started, as always, I'd really, really appreciate if you could click the like and subscribe so you get notified every time we drop a new video or a new podcast. It really helps us get the message out there far and wide. Now the title of this podcast is When Is Enough Enough? Now I know that sounds a bit like a James Bond sequel, um, but it's not. I can assure you of that. But one of the questions that I get asked a lot is because you've got that much going on, John, or you've done that much in business, when do you realize enough is enough? When do you realize you've got to let go of something? You've got to stop an opportunity, part ways with a business partner, you know, close down a business because I've done that before. I've closed a couple of businesses down before. And it's a really, really great question. And there's five things that I want to talk about because I think we can all learn about this. I think it's a great deal of self-reflection, a great deal of learnings. And there's some stuff in here that hopefully you'll find really interesting and you can learn from. So as always, I've got my notes. So the first thing that you've got to do is when you're in the middle of an opportunity or when you're running a business, you've got to follow a plan. Now, when things get a little bit tetchy, when you're a little bit undecided about whether you should continue or not, one of the first things you should do is look at the structure and look at the plan. Are you following it to its fullest potential? Because things might not be going right or correctly when you're not following the plan. You may be deviating outside of what you first thought you should be doing. So, for example, if you've got a core product that you're selling or you've got a core service that you should be delivering, are you delivering or serving your customers and clients with that core product or service in mind? Or have you deviated and you're going and trying a new something new that isn't wasn't a part of the original plan? Now, for example, I was in the, the state agency game. Our main bread and butter was your normal two, three, four, bedroom type houses now all of a sudden if we weren't making money or we weren't making a profit what were we doing wrong were we selling commercial property were we selling hmos were we selling like one bedroom flats what was the issue were we following the original plan when we done the business plan we did the cash flow forecasting and the budgeting etc again as you all know i've got a coaching and training business and my ideal client is a certain type of person independence one to five branches you know, senior leaders or decision makers. Now, am I, if, if things aren't going well, is it because I've changed my avatar, my client avatar? Is it because I'm deviating away from what I know and what has served me well in the past? So have a look at things, have a look at your plan, revisit it, look at the business plan that you did because nobody starts a, a business or you shouldn't start a business, should I say, with just uh, something in your head. You need to have it documented you need to have it written down so that you can always go back and review it and, um, and have another look so have a look at that are you following your plan the second thing is you need to analyze in great detail everything that you're doing and has gone on in the past and that includes things like cash flow forecasting your P&Ls um, you know resources have you got the, the amount of employees and your team members that you thought you would have are you down a person and is that person because you're down is that gap in the business is that resulting in loss of trade or loss of profit or turnover so you've got to analyze now i know we can get into the analysis or paralysis by analysis 
But this is one of those situations where you really do need to go into great detail because the future and the sustainability of your business or your project or whatever you're working on is at stake here. And you need to have a look at it and look at the cash flow, look at the, the profit and loss, look at the resources, look at who's doing what. Could it be that you've recruited the wrong people? Is it a simple case of that? We had a business um, that we shut down just in the middle of COVID, 2021, I believe, 2021, yeah. And that was an estate agent. And we opened up literally three or four months before COVID. We got the team in, did all the marketing. And then what happened? Three months later, the whole world shut down. Now, we couldn't have planned for that. We couldn't have foreseen that. But we still did a bit of an well, quite an extensive analysis as to what happened. And we didn't recruit the best of what we could have done. The, uh, the market was absolutely up and down. And then when we reopened the business again, when we were allowed to trade again, people sort of gravitated to the agents that had been in that particular area for 15, 20, 30 years because it was safe. We were the new kids on the block. We didn't have the right team. We had a, a turnover of staff over a six-month period, eight-month period. And that was the major, major reason. So we sort of did a, a bit of a, um, uh, an analysis after we'd shut down well, we actually were starting the analysis while we were in the process of what could we have done better next time. But that's, that sort of analysis is absolutely imperative, and it gets you in the habit of analysing opportunities and analysing the current working practices to see can things be improved? Can we learn from it? Is it a staffing issue? Is it just a marketing issue? Is it we haven't got complete control, structure, habit routines? Whatever it is, you can always learn from it. You can always do things better. You know, I've started a software business. It's very, very early stages yet, but we're constantly having meetings and, and analysing it. What are we doing wrong? What can we do better? We've got a marketing plan. We've got budget and we've got everything you think that we should need for it to start a software company. And we're constantly refining and reviewing how we are performing. So analysis is a real, real big part of looking at, at, at your business. And then depending on the results, you might say, do you know what? It's a major, major thing here enough is enough and that might be the way that you uh, that you want to take the business um i also think you should always look at the downside right so when is enough enough look at the downside of shutting down the business right so i'm not saying because people are going to lose the jobs you shouldn't sometimes shutting down the business is the right thing to do and as a result of that people lose their jobs and it's a real real sad fact and, and you know i'm really sorry for those that potentially lose their their jobs but you all, there's a, there's a saying, you cut the hand off to save the arm. So when we shut down our branch, and this is public public record when we, we shut it down, um, yeah, for the for a couple of days when the decision made decision was made, I felt really uneasy. I didn't feel good about myself. You feel a failure. You feel, oh, I've, I've let things go. It's all my fault. And to be fair, as CEO of the business at the time, it was my fault. I have to take full and accept full responsibility of it. But after a couple of days, you think, do you know what? This is what is right for the good of the overall business. And good business decisions also include when to stop trading, also include shutting down a business. Because if we'd have kept running that business, it would have had a more of an adverse effect on the overall business. Because the overall business was funding this particular project. As with all new branches, you don't start off and you make profit on day one. I'm not teaching anything new here. So we, we looked at the downside. The other thing with the downside is you've got to do things correctly. So when you close down a business or you part ways with a, um, uh, a business partner or you part ways with um, an opportunity, you've got to do it the correct way. You don't just say, right, I'm not, I'm shutting down that business because guess what? There are there are rules and regulations, the Companies, um, the Companies Act, 
Um, that dictates how things are done. You don't just shut down a business and then you're absolved of all your um, uh, responsibilities if you're a director. You know, there are things that people can unwind businesses. So if you in the past have, you know, not done things correctly and you've shut down a business and you think, right, that's it, I'm done, they can't come after me, I'm afraid you're, you're, you're kidding yourself because it is possible to unwind a business regardless of it's been shut down and HMRC or whomever can come after you for any debts that you may owe. So always do things well, apart from the fact that you don't want people coming after you at a future date. It's just the right thing to do. Now, I know it's very easy that people think they can hide behind the wrapper of the limited company and they can shut down a business and sleep easy at night, but that's just not right. You know, it, it's morally bankrupt, um, and I think it's just the wrong thing to do. You should always, always, always do the right things. But don't get me wrong, the, the, the wrapper of a limited company is there to protect personal liabilities and protect us as, as individuals, and it's one of the greatest things that the UK has ever introduced because it allows innovation, it allows entrepreneurship, it allows um, forward-thinking people to start businesses and grow and employ people. And I'm all for that. I get that. But there are certain things that you've got to do and act within regulations like the companies, act, like, as I've mentioned. So if you are going to close down a business or you are going to part ways with an opportunity or, or not pursue an opportunity, just make sure you do it the right way. And a big part of that is communication, telling the right people, saying the right things at the right time. So when you're parting ways, you know, don't hide from, um, you, you know, your creditors, explain what the situation's going on. You're going to have some really, quite frank, really terrible conversations, especially if you owe the money. Um, but it's the right thing to do because other people rely on, on you just as much as you rely on them. Have a look at the upside as well. So when we closed down our business, the upside was I wasn't losing energy, I wasn't losing focus because I was focusing on something that we were pretty much flogging a dead horse with. I could divert my attention to other things as well. So for example, are you in the acquisition trail? Have you got other businesses that need your attention? So when you're shutting down or you're parting ways with an opportunity or a business, it allows your headspace and your mind space to focus on something else, something more positive, something that is closer to being a success or something that needs that little tweak that will take it over the line and make it a bigger success than it already is. So there's always an upside to shutting down things or parting ways with things. Let's take it in the personal space. So, you know, I've I've had friends and, and people I know who've parted ways with a partner. Um, really sad, especially when there's kids involved, but I've never seen them as happy when they've parted ways. And they actually get on better with their ex-partner than what they did when they were together. Great people just couldn't live together. The kids are happier. And yes, there's always that little bit of issues and problems and people are upset when it first happens and could take weeks and months and maybe a year to get to get over things. But if it's done in the right way, there's communication, people are explaining and people are happy about it and they part ways and they, you know, they, they arrange things in the right way, then it's very easy to focus on your life and your personal life and find out that, look, it was the best thing to happen to you overall. And the last thing I think we should talk about, especially when we want to know is enough enough, and we've made that decision, is we need to refocus and we need to regroup. Again, I know I've spoken about analysing the situation, the opportunity, and that's at the time. That's when you make a decision to say, look, is enough enough? Do we have to part ways? However, once that decision has been made and you put in process the things such as you're telling companies house or you're getting receivers in there and solvency practitioners, you spoke to the creditors, you've done what you need to do and you've made that decision, learn from it. Learn from the decision. It's always the best thing. You learn more from your losses 
than you ever do your wins. So my background was combat sports and I had quite a lot of wins. I was very fortunate and I had a couple of losses. And I learned more from those two losses than I ever did from my dozen 15 wins. You will learn more from losing on the rugby pitch than you ever did from winning on the rugby pitch. When things are going well and people are high-fiving and, and seeing how awesome you are, that's great. You learn nothing from that. You learn everything from when things go wrong and you find out who's with you and who's against you and, and all those types of things. So refocus, regroup, learn from it, put a plan in place so those things that went wrong don't go wrong in the future. It won't happen all the time. It won't be possible to prevent those issues that go wrong all the time. You know, the big thing for us was COVID. I can't put anything in place to stop COVID. You know, I wish I could, but I can't. However, what I can do better is understand that our marketing could have been improved, and I think we could have hired and recruited better at the beginning. Other than that, there was not a lot more that we could have done. Could we have acted quicker and shut down the business quicker and, and therefore lost less money? Absolutely. I think we could have done. And hindsight's a wonderful thing. What it's allowed me to do is analyse things a lot quicker. So no matter what comes out of any adversity or any negative situation is, you've got to be some learnings. There has to be some teachable moments. When we've had to part ways with um, staff in the past, we always sit down, and my, my MD Adele and, and I used to, used to sit down, and we used to say, right, what could we have done better? Nine out of ten times, the answer is we couldn't have done anything. We did the training, we recruited, we recruited on values, et cetera, et cetera. But one out of ten, ten percent, it was like, well, we didn't put as much time as we could have, should have done into the training side of things, or the one the ones weren't up to date, or their manager wasn't that strong. So there's always things you can learn, no matter how small or how, how minute. And the actual fact is that person probably wouldn't have, have stayed, even if we had done things to the best of our ability. But the point is, it's not about them at that point. It's about us at that point. What could we have done better? So are you following a plan? Always make sure you've got a plan, you're following it, you've got the structure, you've put the right resources into it. If you have and it still fails, then the chances are it's it wasn't the right situation or opportunity. Analyze in great detail before you make the decision, because again, could there be things you could be tweaking or doing to make that situation more positive and actually prevent it from being a failure and, and, and make it a success? Look at the downsides of parting ways with that opportunity. You know, are you doing it correctly? Could you do it better if, you're, if you've made that decision? Look at the upside. Can I refocus my energy, time, money, efforts, whatever it is, on something else? And always refocus and regroup. Look at it, analyze after the event, what could you have done better, and then put those improvements in place so that never happens again. Because again, what we don't want to do is go from opportunity to opportunity, business to business, things not going well, things not going right, having to shut it down. It's energy sapping. It's draining. And it actually puts you off from trying to grow businesses in the future. So I hope you've enjoyed um, that episode on when is enough enough. And hopefully I'll see you next time on Leadership Revealed. Mm -hmm.